What's up, world? It's Nate, host of Life Tips Podcast. And I'm coming to you with an important message. In May 2023, the writers in TV and film went on strike. The strike has gone on for roughly two and a half months. And now, in July of 2023, the actors have joined them. So now, the actors and the writers are both not working. Like, no one is going to work. And essentially, the American film world, the American film and TV world as we know it, as of now, is officially shut down. Anything that was being worked on is done. Hollywood is pretty much entering a global pandemic. This is the second major world-shifting moment since 2020 when the coronavirus took over the entire world. But now, instead of a physical virus, the virus is Hollywood and the studios refusing to properly take care of the people that work for them. As someone who enjoys Marvel and DC, TV and film, it hurts. I'm grateful that the Little Mermaid made it, but this hurts. It hurts for the consumers, and most importantly, it hurts for the people that make a living off of being a part of the movie industry. So all we can do now is pray. Pray for the movies, excuse me, pray for the movie world, the TV world, and the writers 
and the actors. When will it end? I don't know. But if there's not a change, this is going to continue on. So I wanted to come through before we get started with this podcast episode and just simply let you know I believe that actors and writers deserve equal treatment. There are people that have made a lot of money over the years. And for the new people coming into the game, they need to make money. But it doesn't work if the people with the money are refusing to cut the proper checks, provide benefits, and more. So thank you for listening to this public service announcement. And now let's move into the podcast episode. Get your podcast. 
everywhere that you get your podcasts. Hey, we everywhere. Hey, we everywhere. Hey, 16 countries. We everywhere. Yay! Listen, yay! Everywhere. Yay! What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. You see, the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hey, you. You, are you new to life tips? Well then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor and hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. Now, if you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. Thank you so much. This has been Nate the host of Life Tips Podcast, just greeting you, and yeah, all right then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show... I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also 
your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review. And also leave a five-star rating. Because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. Ka-ching, ka-ching. <clears throat> y'all like that? Yeah. We're going to talk about money changes for part one of the third series or the third installment for all things must eventually change because money is change. Ha 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 ha. But money talks, right? So you are well aware that I struggled like crazy. I started out making $8 an hour at my first job. And then for several years, I was capped working at 10 or $14 an hour. I never saw the light of day over $16 an hour, let alone $16 an hour. But that's all changing this school year. Literally, we have four weeks left of summer break. Technically, I have three because I have to go back to training. But there are four weeks left of summer break. And things are about to get real. But let's talk about how money changed for the first time ever over the summertime in that instead of working during a summer season, I actually did not have to work. I only worked if I wanted to or needed to. But the mere fact that unemployment allows you to get just about the amount you've been making every week. So long, of course, as you put in your application every Sunday. That's incredible. So I go from barely making anything to making something, something incredible. And the fact that I get to make that same amount the entire year is nuts 
and granola and bananas. Amazing. I go from barely having anything to having something. The pandemic brought us stimulus checks. I used them to get my car. I started making okay money in tax returns. But this year, I made really good tax return money. And next year, in January 2024, oh boy, I probably am looking at a good $2,000 in tax return money. I got close this year, but I'm definitely going to get at least 2000 in tax returns next year. All things must eventually change, right? So let's do a little bit of math. Let's see right now. Boom. Okay. And then that's next week. Then that's the week after. Boom. Minus. Okay. And then Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm, got it. So pretty much, if I'm making the exact same amount throughout an entire summertime, where does that put me? This is without bills. Not taking bills into account. I'm at the largest amount I've ever had. Incredible. And then if we not if we don't take bills into account for August up until work starts back it goes up 
And then when work starts back the week after we get paid for training week, oh my goodness. Incredible. But unfortunately, bills are a thing. Bills are a reality. So we must calculate the bills and put the bills into perspective. So let's do that. And then I'll come back and start speaking because this is going to make sense. I promise you. Okay, we're there now. Okay, see next. Okay, uh huh. Okay, got it. So we've got bills here, money here. Mm-hmm. Two thousand. So we've officially calculated bills for two months. during summertime when I'm on unemployment, leaving me with this going into September when money starts kicking back in. But wait, let's go to September and calculate September's money because September is the last month on the regular pay. Wow. That's incredible. So that's amazing. In September of 2023, this is incredible. I will be making, wow. In September alone, I'll have the second highest amount that I've ever had, which means I will finally be stable. And then in October, let's subtract the bills for September. In October, we get 
a pay raise. So keep in mind that I made the second highest amount that I've ever made in September alone after already making the highest amount I've ever made over the summertime being able to stack. So I'm stacking money over the summertime. Bills are still coming out, but I'm still stacking money. Then I'm stacking money going into the start of the new school year. Bills are still coming in, but I still have money. Then I'm stacking money going into September. Bills come out, still have money. But then the pay goes up to the third highest amount that I've ever made. And there are five paydays in October. So let's see what this looks like. Oh, snap. That's incredible. The third highest amount that I've ever made. Then let's take out the October bills. I'm still left with a good $1,000. I'm not going to tell you the exact number, but a roughly a good 1000 and some change dollars after paying bills in my birthday month. Thanks to the pay raise. And that some change part is like a big hundred number which means going into the last two months of the year which only have four paydays in it in November I will be left with $2,000 after bills, and then to end the year, I will be left with, once again, 2000 and some change dollars. And again, that and some change part equates to a big hundred. So, savings and checking will be amazing going into the end of the year. And it all starts now when all things must eventually change. In other words, the struggle season is over. I have all of my money back from the accident. I've doubled my money over the summertime. I'm about to triple my money. And now going into 2024 with the goal being to leave and get into a 
place of my own, the job has finally come around to helping me thrive financially to where I am no longer struggling. That is a big, huge, necessary change that needed to happen before turning 29 and before going into my 30s. One last little side note for all things must eventually change is now that things are normalized and stabilized, there are changes that are going to be taking place. Although summer was not completely blown to bits by what happened, summertime was deeply affected, so a lot of my travel plans had to get pushed. However, while my travel plans were pushed, I was able to take care of the new plan for work-life balance. So that has changed. Work-life balance will now consist of church, and then it will consist of my second church family. And praise the Lord that my church will be back in person. So I'll have my church in person and then my secondary church family in person. And we will hang out every week. Then you've got the business community. We will meet every single Tuesday night for sessions. And then my best friends from Sodexo. One of them has moved on and she has a job in the government, but she's still my best friend. We will be hanging out, and my other best friend from Sodexo, who is still there, who trained me, we will be hanging out as well, because she is now a cook, and she makes way more money than she did working as an FSW, which is wonderful. So... With all of us making more money, we'll be able to hang out more, and I will actually have money to hang out with them and not be in a situation where I am stuck. Because I'll use business funds and work funds simultaneously 
to fund work-life balance. So going into the fall of 2023, school year 2023, school year 2024, that will be one of the biggest changes that are taking place in work and in work-life balance and in money to help me not ever go back to difficulty again like I did in July. And so now, before we go into commercial break land, I want to discuss the rest of what I have on the docket for this very long, but very detailed and important podcast episode. Let's keep going. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. July was horrible. I am so glad it's over. Ooh, horrible. DC unemployment let me down. I was told for months on end by numerous people in the company in corporate that it was the move to wait for unemployment in order to have money coming in during the summer. But I did all the right things and went down to the employment office right when school was about to end. And they said, we are not giving you a dime because you have not been with your company for more than a year. In other words, you need to be with the company for a year before we'll give you a dime in unemployment. And I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, that happened. And so they did not give me any money. And so all of July was suffer, excuse me, all of July was spent suffering. Suffering. I put up a GoFundMe. That didn't work. I did get a little bit of help from GoFundMe and from other people, but it ultimately failed. It ultimately failed leaving me with one, two, three bills unpaid. Three bills unpaid. Going into August. Thankfully, my business, coupled with two major business moves on the side, going to do a recording for one of my friends tour guide business so that she could put it up on her website. She paid me for that. And uh, 
another business move thanks to my best friend from work. I was able to successfully make money. So the two independent business moves came when the last two weeks of July and then the businesses or the business uh, purchases started coming in literally last week and then subsequently last weekend. So Thursday and Saturday, business purchases. Friday, I got paid from the business for the first time. And this Friday, I'm getting paid from the business once again. And as the weeks go by, I'll keep getting paid from the business every week. And as of right now, I have two weeks, the week we're in now, and the week of August the 6th, before going back to work. And in three weeks, this week, the week of the 6th, and the week of the 13th, once we get to the week of August the 20th, I will start getting paid from work again. $100 for training day number one, and then the regular job checks moving forward. So this will not happen again. Excuse me, this will not happen again going into August, September, etc., etc., and we're getting a pay raise in October, so this will not happen again. And I'm happy about that. So all things must eventually change, right? I was able to take care of getting a second business to join the main job. So now I have two income sources. One income source I physically go to. The other income source I can actually make work on my own time. And I'm super, super excited about that. So, I have finally fixed my money problems permanently. And next summer, when we get to the end of the 2024 school year, I will not be taking care of my money via unemployment because I'll have the business, work funds, and tax money to hold me over. This version has corrected correct quotations around use this version. <laughs> 
got it. Okay. Red quotations around. There we go. Alright. Boom. Now that we've taken care of that, eject. Properly eject. But yes, that is the move going forward. Now there might be a potential for a another part-time job as time moves on. But that is not 100% confirmed. There is no guarantee of having a part-time job I physically go to on top of my job job. It's just a possibility. So for now, we're going to go with part-time part business, full-time job, all-the-time money. That's what we're going to go with for now, going into the fall. All things must eventually change. So going into my 20s, I made $0 a year. Fast forward 10 years later, just about, going into my 30s in 2024, I'm on pace to make $40,000 a year. Which, by the way, does not matter where in the United States you live. If you make $40,000 a year, you're making enough to live by yourself comfortably. Especially if you don't spend unless it's necessary. And when you do spend, it's for the benefit of you. But see, the reason I bring this up is because going into your 30s and into the core of your life, you want to be in a place where things change and things are different. Most 29, 30-year-olds in my age bracket have degrees and are making between 50 to $100 a year, excuse me, Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year. 
last school year, there were some young people that were going into the military. That's straight up $100,000 or more a year right out of high school. So for those of you who are going into the armed forces, we're praying for you. God bless. Thank you for fighting for America. And we salute you. But for those of us who are not in the armed forces and who are working regular jobs, this is pretty much the goal that I always wanted to reach. It just took 10 years to get here. So the benefit of me making $40,000 a year now is not just because of being able to support myself, but it also looks good on paper as a status symbol for when things eventually change in the love life department. And I am super excited for that change to actually come. Because now I'm in a place where I can date successfully towards marriage, but still date and not worry. The last two times I dated, I was not making what I'm making now. There was no $40,000 a year. There wasn't even $30,000 a year. It was way below that. And I see now that dating at that point, it was a good startup, but it's better to be where I'm at now because I'll be taken more seriously despite the fact that I have yet to get a place. All things must eventually change, right? I started my 20s broke. I started my 20s with no car. But in addition to now making almost $40,000 a year in my early 30s at the end of my 20s now, 
also at the end of my 20s, I've been a car owner for going on three years. Next year, it'll be three years. I've got the title to my car. When originally you're not supposed to get the title until later. But I have the title to my car. And I have a car. Period. And it's a great car. So $40,000 a year, a great car, that is six years old in age, but in terms of me having it, three years, and because I keep my car up and running and on point, it is wonderful. It drives wonderful. Matter of fact, I'm holding this in my hand right now. The company, the Nissan company sent me a letter saying that they were giving my car a gift, a free gift that I didn't have to pay for. Incredible. And And going into year three with my car healthy, the double benefit comes by way of car accidents. Now, car accidents are terrible and a big inconvenience. But here's the good part for me. Unlike other people who own cars, in the beginning, I have been blessed and fortunate to not be at fault for any of my accidents. Three accidents, three years. One accident every year. 2021, accident. 2022, accident 2023 accident all of them not my fault so in addition to regular maintenance and checkups and oil and filter changes and stuff like that and new tires and cleaning the whip all the time and keeping the rims nice the accidents have forced the whip not only to get new body parts but the mechanics who work on the body parts to get your car back up and running, they also do the regular stuff that the regular mechanics do. So when they put your car back together, they take your car out on the road for a test to make sure that the work they did works. 
So essentially, you're getting your car doubly fixed up. And that's incredible when it comes to the life cycle of your car. Because your car will last longer the more it's in the shop, whether it's an auto accident or regular scheduled maintenance. So $40,000 a year, buku good money, a car, and not only that, but a car that's six years old and I've had it for three of its lifespan and the car itself is in remarkable condition. But also ten years later bills are paid and there's still something left in the tank. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by Tips Podcast, and this is our sponsor. Yo, uh, we got Spotify, Spot Spotify for podcasters. Let me tell you about it. Spotify for podcasters is the new podcast service from Spotify. It's totally free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify. Spotify first and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all-in-one place to make a podcast. And then... There's video podcasts. So Spotify for podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So 
if you want to get started with Spotify for podcasters, then all you have to do is go to www.podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. I started paying my own bills Blech. I want to say six or seven years ago and legally when I turned 21 is when I think I started paying my own taxes. But if not, it was definitely six years ago when everything happened. Taxes and paying my own bills. All things must eventually change. You're a baby, covered under your parents until you're 17. Then when you cross over from 17 to 18, you're an adult. If you are blessed to have parents that cover you past 18, they'll cover you for a little while. Until you at least hit legal status at 21. After that, it's a wrap. Take care of yourself. But that doesn't mean leave home and take care of yourself. That's what 99.9% of Americans think that taking care of yourself means. But no. Taking care of yourself means that you're legally paying for stuff in your name and paying for your taxes and taking care of your credit score. That's what taking care of yourself really is. Now the second level up beyond taking care of yourself is having your own spot. Whether it's a house that you buy or an apartment or renting out a basement or renting out a house like my adopted brother. My adopted brother rents out 
a whole house with two of his guys. Sure, they have separate rooms in the house, but one of the guys in that house is the son of the homeowner. And the homeowner lives in a different house, but they still take care of that house. So the gentlemen pay the rent to stay there. The homeowners pay for the house itself. That's incredible. And that's the second level up when it comes to taking care of yourself. Does it matter when that happens? Yes and no. It matters when that happens in terms of status symbol, perception, etc., etc. It doesn't matter when that happens in terms of where you are in life and what your current needs are. But <clears throat> I will say that when you go into your 30s, that's a good time for your living situation to change. Unless you're in an African home or a Spanish home where you can live there until you get married. But if you're not in any of those categories, it's a good idea to leave in your 30s because all things must eventually change. And it'll separate you from the pack and you will be perceived as a more viable candidate romantically. And that's where most of 2024 is going to go. The goals that I set for myself already have happened. So the goals for all things must eventually change. I've done them already. And the one goal that hasn't happened is happening very soon. So in light of all things must eventually change part three, The life tips for this episode are going to be interesting. In other words, we talked about the beginning and how things started. Then we talked about relationships and friendships in part two. Part three was about summing up the last 10 years. And now we've arrived at the life tips portion 
for all things must eventually change. Part 3. And the interesting part is that the life tips for this episode are going to be based around the subject of stability. Hey y'all, real quick. I need your help. So, um, listener support is now active for Life Tips Podcast. So, if you love this podcast, please, please, please give to support future episodes of the show. No amount is too great or too small. It would really mean a lot to me if you all would help support the podcast and get this show where it needs to be moving forward. So again, if you're really just into this show and you look forward to episodes every single week, drop something in the support channel, drop something in the support button you can click on. It really means a lot to me and it'll go towards future episodes being produced. All right, cool. Back to the show. Negative change and positive change always intertwine. That's the first life tip for this podcast episode. What does that mean? Well, negative change and positive change happen simultaneously. Let's take a look at oh boy. <laughs> Let's take a look at my initial journey into the work world. Oh, baby. Oh, shoot. There we go. Let's look at my initial journey into the work world. Negative change, broke, no job. Positive change, first job opportunity, which led to more job opportunities. And now here we are. In addition to that, side hustle to create more money. Which means more yearly dollars. But it's not just that. There's also technology change. And that's the second life tip. Change your technology as you change in life. You know, I saw something recently saying that more people are switching from Android to iPhone. That was actually on a verified Instagram account for one of my most enjoyable Apple YouTube accounts. And your boy got an iPad to celebrate the ending of last school year. As 
my congratulations to myself gift for finishing my first school year on the job. My first year on the job in terms of finishing that is coming this fall. But that's a big change. This iPad has an 8.3 inch screen and I'm recording on it right now and the speakers sound amazing. It's the 2021 iPad mini. Now, iPads are huge. Literally, we've got like 11 inch iPads with big screens and your boy was not about to get a big iPhone screen. It was I'm sorry, a big iPad screen. It was not necessary. Why? Because the iPhone screen is big enough. But the iPad screen, ooh, that's all I need. And it's a cellular. Now, I didn't want to get a cellular at first, but when I got it and I opened up the box and I saw it was a cellular model, I said, okay, that's fine. It just means phone calls will come to my iPad all the time, which makes things okay. That means I can put my watch on vibrate and I can keep my phone on vibrate when I'm at home. And when I get calls, my iPad will ring and I will know that someone is calling me when my iPad rings and I will be able to answer calls on my iPad or my phone or my watch. It's kind of convenient answering calls from your iPad. I've done it before. It's kind of cool. <laughs> but see, that's a technology change that changed as life changed. And instead of buying the iPad with all the money, I just pay for it on Verizon. And it didn't make my bill go crazy. In fact, my bill is... <laughs> my bill is way better than I could ever have anticipated. So... That's the second thing. Technology changes as your life changes. I've bought a plethora of Apple products over the years. Technology has changed. My Apple ecosystem consists of an iPhone, an Apple Watch, an Apple TV, Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple One, AirPods Pro, Apple Pay, iPad. In other words, yeah. What is up?
up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest, T the GOAT, from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name powerfully comma black and excellent without the e we drop new episodes every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not listening to us what are you doing In other words, with my Apple ecosystem changing, it is incredible the heights that I've been able to climb over the years. So let me just go back over this to put these things into context because, yeah, Apple One, which I need to change this like now. Because it's, uh, yeah, Uh, update this. Because I'm missing a few things. There we go. So my Apple ecosystem actually contains a devices that I've obtained. Now, this doesn't mean that they're all active. (laughs) Started out with an iPhone 5S, that's deactivated. iPhone 6S, deactivated. iPhone 7 Plus, missing, but deactivated. Actually, I uh, traded that one in and it's deactivated, but still. 10S Max is missing, deactivated. So I had four iPhones, 12 Pro Max makes the fifth iPhone, and in the fall, when the 15 comes out, I'm getting my sixth iPhone, iPhone 15 Pro Max. Super excited about that. So that's a total of, eventually, six iPhones, but for right now, five iPhones, with one iPhone being active, 12 Pro Max. The Apple Watch SE, the first one, and Apple Watch bands. I'm getting the second Apple Watch SE this fall as the upgrade. So I'm super excited about that. And then the Apple TV 4K from 2021. I have that and it's beautiful. It's my streaming device for... um, watching stuff and I 
kind of sort of used to listen to it, used to listen to podcasts on it. But with my iPad, I listen to podcasts on my iPad now. And my phone. But yeah. Um, now, AirPods Pro, that was a necessary buy because my original AirPods fell down the drain. But eventually I was going to have to replace those anyway. So I'm glad I replaced them with the Pros, the first generation. Now, Apple's being biased and giving all the upgrades to the second generation AirPods Pro, which... Uh, uh, give some upgrades to the original Pro's owners, please. Thank you. Apple Pay is amazing, and the Apple One bundle is amazing as well. What this means is I have Apple Music, Apple TV+, Plus, which is great. I'm loving, I'm loving the show called Platonic. Apple Arcade... I've actually used that, and it's kind of cool. But i got to get used to it and use more apps on there. Apple Fitness Plus, I use that primarily in the wintertime when it's cold outside. News Plus, it's nice to have that. And I have iCloud storage for days, which means I will never run out. All things must eventually change, right? Started off 10 years ago with barely anything, actually. And now... <laughs> Ten years later, I've got a the Apple ecosystem has just blown up. Ten years later, so that concludes life tip number two about technology and all that jazz. Life tip number three is create the life that you're looking for to facilitate the end of change. Now, change is not going to end. Change will keep happening. But to facilitate the end, the, excuse me, to facilitate the end of change in this context basically is saying from your younger years to your older years, it's the end of essentially being young and dreaming about things you want to have or want to accomplish because they're so far away. Now things are attainable and within reach. So over the last 10 years, I've accomplished all the goals. The home goal is coming and it's going to be feasible because of the money moves that I've been able to make. Now, I had a little bit of a scare. Earlier this year, I got slammed with a $250 parking ticket. Took a while to bounce back from that. And I got another car accident on my life record, which meant an inconvenience for paying for a rental car and the inconvenience of filling up the rental car and running out of money and checks and... Yeah, not being able to save, but that all changed this summer, being able to stack up unemployment checks. And now, going into next year, having a boatload of money to my name, by the time it's time to move out in the warm seasons of 2024, 
I'll basically be halfway towards $10,000. Like, I'll finally be seeing numbers that I should have seen a long time ago, which is incredible. The life that I'm looking for is having a consistent social community. I've got, I've got that. With the added bonus now of the side hustle community that I'm a part of, we meet up every Tuesday and we do life together. And it's possible that I could meet my future significant other from being a part of this process. Possible. So the community is set. Church community is set there for now. Family community has always been there. Best friends, that is finally stable. Goodbye, China. Enjoy living across the world. Best friends are stable. I've successfully hung out with two of my best friends from work and more hangouts with them are coming. And also me time is back. I'm able to talk to my therapist slash life coach on a monthly basis without having problems. In other words, life is finally stable and it's going to stay stable because things have changed for the better. And it is all thanks to God, but also thanks to putting in the work to get to where I needed to be. All things must eventually change. So what about you? What changes do you foresee coming in your life? Wait, wait, social media. Wait, wait, social media. Don't go, don't go. Gotta give you our social media. So, if you want to follow Life Tips Podcast on the internet, there are several ways you can do this. The first is on Facebook. The second is on Twitter. And the third is on Instagram. So on all three of these platforms, search at Life Tips Podcast. If you'd like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker and at Spoken Life Tips and on Facebook at Spoken Life Tips. So that is basically where you can find the show on social media. 
and where you can find me on social media. Twitter, at off underscore gen underscore person. That's at A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person. And that's about it. So uh, those are the social media accounts that you can follow the show on and follow me on. And so I look forward to connecting with you on the Internet. And uh, yeah. Yeah.